This is the Hans Shot First Podcast. They don't know it, I'm telling you. We'll be talking in-depth about common movie moments from my dead body. With the mix of all things pop culture along the way. Yeah, all Scott. Okay. Welcome everyone to Hans Shot First. I'm Jeff, joined as usual by Scott and Alex. Say hello. Hello. Today we'll be talking about E.T. the Extraterrestrial, or Terrestrial. <laughs> There's three of them. Extra, extra syllable in there. <laughs> uh, this movie came, I don't have this open, in the early 80s, 81, I think, Steven Spielberg. Yes. It came out in the movie time. <laughs> they, were, they were talkies back then, that's what they were called. And this movie scared the shit out of me as a kid. Um, even though I didn't see it. So, uh, as we've kind of mentioned in the past, I was always terrified of E.T., yet I never saw the movie. It wasn't until it was released, uh, priced to own on VHS when I was in sixth grade, was when I finally saw the movie. And once I actually watched the movie, I wasn't scared of them anymore. I, um, I vaguely remember seeing this at the drive-in at a much later point than when it came out. Because, yeah, this was right after I was born. Yeah, I, I specifically remember my mom went out to see this with her friend and came back and, oh, I just saw a great movie, you'll love it, it's with a boy and he befriends a little alien and it sounded good. <laughs> and then I saw commercials of just his hands and his eyes. I think I mentioned it before, like, I guess it was a Spielberg thing to never show him fully. Um, yeah. Early, at least early on in the marketing and stuff. So it would always just be his fingers, his his eye, like, peeking around a door and stuff. And that just, my imagination ran wild with that. And, by the way, he's creepy in and itself. I mean, Alex posted that gif on Facebook. <laughs> terrifying. <laughs> well, he's scared. He's terrified. <laughs> you know, the deformed leprechaun or whatever his brother says. Like, ah, oh, he is messed up. So yeah. I was scared of this way too long. But I'm over it. And, uh, yeah, I love the movie now. Um, I love that. I said, once I saw it, I actually... Fell in love with it. I remember I watched it Halloween when I was in sixth grade, whenever that was. And, but yep. <laughs> so to get over my fears, to, to completely uh, uh, conquer him, we're gonna do a whole episode about him. There we go. And get on you, Jeff. Yeah. And I'm so prepared today. I can't find my notes online. Okay. All right. So my number seven is. I love the fact the way this movie shows suburbia. Um, I don't yeah. know. I don't know where this takes place, but I could say, "Oh, it's my area," except for I guess the forest in the background. But um, any town USA, <laughs> it is. Yeah. It's uh, any small town USA. Uh, yeah. I think when I was watching it just the other day, like he points to where he is on the map, and it looks like it's Northern California. Um, but I don't know if that was just showing him that he was. In America, yeah. I don't know, but that was specific. But it looked like it was Northern California and inland too. But yeah, Spiel, Spielberg's always loved the the Americana, as it were. Yeah, and so just the representation of suburbia, that the, the, all the kids trick or treating. I love that. I just always questioned why they trick or treat in the daylight. I don't know if that's a thing or if that's just a movie thing because it's easier. That's it's been a lo- thing for a long time. I. As a kid, I remember doing it in the dark, but I've heard people do it during before it gets dark now. 
for safety reasons, I guess. Yeah, but this is the early '80s. No one cared about. Safety. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah. yeah, they're just letting the kids go wherever. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think it was the kids go in the daytime, and the parents can have coke parties in the evening. <laughs> it is the '80s. Yes. Yeah. Everybody was drinking Coca Cola. Yeah, but the suburbia, the kids riding bicycles. I mean, this definitely is. Just reminds me of all that. Ex- the exception of the alien part was life growing up. Um, we played baseball. I love. I mean, this is obviously because they're best buds, but all the little Star Wars action figures and X wings and stuff in the in the boys' room, along with football stuff. And I just I loved it. Um, the Yoda, the Yoda mask. Yeah, the Yoda mask later on during eat in the uh, trick or treating. So. Yes, suburbia. Uh, that's my number six. Taken care of. <laughs> All right. Well, <laughs> how about your number seven? Okay. Uh, I like the speaking spell because when I first saw the movie, I didn't think that was a real thing. And then I saw it in the garage and I'm like, holy crap, just like E.T. <laughs> uh, so I was mesmerized. There's some big words. Like, was, was it one of the, there's some big words that thing was tossing out. Like, nuisance? Yeah. That seems pretty advanced for speaking spell. Well, you could set the difficulty on it. We obviously, you know, I begged my dad to buy me the speaking spell from the garage sale, and he did. And we got new batteries, fixed it up, and it worked pretty good. But yeah, there's different settings on it, so they they had it probably set at maximum. Yeah, Brian and I had one when we were kids, and and my hate, my fear of ET was hard for me to play that toy because I thought it was ET talking. And <laughs> it, it freaked me out, but I still was enough that I played it. And yeah, there was, I remember like conscience and all sorts of words being on there. But I just remember going, W. I always remember the way it said W. W. There it is. W. I. <laughs> spell. <laughs> you have spelled cat. <laughs> all right, speaking of spell, Scott, number seven. Number seven is the uh, just like you you like how they kind of nailed the suburbia, like how they they kind of if, if not nail it's, they do a good job with the the family how they they they, they still you can tell that they love each other but they're you know constantly at odds for most of the movie uh, till a little alien unites them all together but uh, in in particular though the Seen early on in the movie after Elliot freaks out, uh, and they're sitting around the table, and he's trying to explain to them what he saw, and the the, the older brother keeps egging him on, uh, and he <laughs> he calls him penis breath. Yeah. <laughs> well, there goes my number five. That's a, <laughs> penis, and, penis breath. Penis breath. And the mom laughs. <laughs> she like you know she should be mad, but she's laughing. It's uh, great. Like. Typical, like that's totally something a kid would say too, because not knowing what it means really, but <laughs> hearing it from somebody else older, probably his older brother actually. Mm-hmm. Uh, so penis breath number seven. All right. Uh, well, all I say is my number six. I'll move something up. So number six, penis breath, and just I would include all the swearing that they do. And there's the one part where he's at the bus stop with his brother's friends, and he's like. Zero charisma, sin supremus. I don't know what the hell they're saying to each other, and then back and forth, and maybe it was a deformed leprechaun, or I just cracked me up. But do you guys <laughs> I think know what that was like? like probably D and D speak? Yeah, realistic stats. So I, 
So two things there. A, I never knew they were playing D and D until this last time I watched it because I just didn't know. I thought they were playing a board game, but then it really, so it really makes Stranger Things even that much more of a homage with them playing D and D. But the yeah. when they're at the bus stop, he calls them zero charisma, and then he says Sinus Supremus. And I've looked this up online, and no one knows what it means. Like I don't know. It's maybe it's Latin. Some, some, somebody with the the writers thought that that sounds vaguely like something somebody's playing D and D would say. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess. Serve a spell. Yeah. All right. Uh, Alex, number six. My number six was all the Star Wars references. Oh, okay. Because was, he was naming off all the action figures, and I forgot he named, like, fucking all of them. <laughs> oh, here's Hammerhead, Walrus Man. Uh, oh, yeah, this one's Boba Fett. Yeah, you can have some kind of... You can have a war with them, even. Yeah. And I like <laughs> the fact that it's so old... Too, that they hadn't given them real names yet, so it is still Walrus Man and Hammerhead, <laughs> not Ponda Baba yes, and, and a man, a man, a man, a man. <laughs> <laughs> Look it up, people. That's a real name. Yeah, but that's not a man, a man. No, but a man, a man, a man. You're right. Prune face. Prune face. So. Lobot. Right. Lobot. <laughs> Fucking Lobot. <laughs> Scott, number six. Uh, my number six is the trick-or-treating. Okay. Uh, just one more point to add to that. Mom must have been drunk or high on something to not realize that it wasn't her daughter. <laughs> Under that sheet. Just she saying. pre-gaming it for the Coke party. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So He's making all these weird noises like... Like, when does your daughter ever sound like that? And then jumps cut, jump cuts to her on the top of the hill just like kicking rocks and stuff. Yeah, so wait, okay, explain, do you guys understand the whole mom thing? I know she's upset that the husband is left with another girl. But, <laughs> you think? <laughs> but I don't understand the part. Upset. Yeah, I don't understand the part where she's all dressed up for Halloween. And she's then, going to a party to get banged. Is that what it is? And why she seems so upset? And then she's like, you see, when she just t- takes off and leaves the kids there and just, she's going to a party. Is she going to a party? What is she doing there? I don't remember. It makes sense, though. She's trying to socialize. But she went out, like... But she tells him to be back before, like, one hour after sun, sunset, whatever. Because I guess maybe the older brother was going to be in charge? Yeah. That's what I got from it. Yeah. Well, three kids left, and only two returned, because Elliot spends the night out in the woods with E.T., so... I don't mm-hmm. know. And, and But she leaves all angry. <laughs> so, and all, but all sluttied up, too, so I don't know. Well, she hasn't had her pipes clean in a while. hey hey Alright. Number five for me. And this is one of the scary... When I did watch the movie, the scary slash sad part is when E.T. looks like a white turd laying in the ground. <laughs> he looks terrible. He looks disgusting. It always scared me. and It was sad and scary. and He looked like one of them old moldy turds on the ground. That's what I all got to say about that. <laughs> there it is. There it is. So white turd E.T. lay on the ground in the woods. I don't know how um, no one else saw him laying there except for his older brother, but whatever. But there was that, that raccoon. There was a raccoon checking him out. <laughs> That's true. There was that raccoon. Like, maybe I can eat these. Eat this guy. Yeah. Oh, right. 
Because when he's you know nice and brown, that turd is fresh. But then if you leave it out in the sun for a while, it turns white. Yeah, yeah we got it. Oh, okay. <laughs> Damn it. I was thinking of something else while you guys said all that. <laughs> Scott, I mean, Alex, number five. Tinkering with my list, and I put this one in right now as number five because I just remembered. E.T. is pretty much... When the, spoiler alert, they save him from the van and everything, and he goes to meet the guys at the playground. He's alien Jesus. Let's face it. <laughs> he comes out of the, comes out of the van. He's all robed in white. His heart is glowing red, just like in all those uh, in a lot of Jesus paintings. Instead, the stigmata instead the glowing. Yeah. yeah, the Christ imagery was not. Uh, <laughs> uh, I caught it this time. <laughs> E.T. died for your sins. He came back with a vengeance. So, how, how does he come back? Do you guys want to talk about that? Well, I have that later on okay. in my list. All right, good, because I don't. Scott, number okay. five. Uh, my number five is <laughs> kind of a two-parter. Number one, that E.T. hates potato salad, <laughs> just, like <laughs> I hate, just like I hate potato salad. Yep. So, so, so I can relate to that. Probably has onions uh, in it. It probably it absolutely has onions in it. That's part of it. Uh, potato salad is gross. Uh, no, it's good. It depends it's on the potato salad. Barely most potatoes of it is. in it. It's just basically mayonnaise and onions. Yeah, ninety-nine percent of it sucks. Yeah. Uh, so but then after after he decides he doesn't like potato salad, he then gets blato. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Which which leads to other things and something uh, actually next to my list, but. Uh, uh, but yeah, just the idea of this little alien getting drunk was pretty great. Like this? Yeah. <laughs> Whoa! Exactly like that. It'd be cool if we had that same connection, Jeff. <laughs> what? And then every time, every time you drank, I got drunk. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, you would never be I, able I mean, to walk, Scott. Actually, I'd never be able to function. But but others, yeah. Pretty much be constant. Dude. Yes, yeah, so E.T. getting blotto was pretty good. I would like to be one of the special effects... Guys in charge is like, okay, you get to do uh, the drunk ET robot. Make me that one. Okay. So Sweet when that, that, that pitch went to like Kurz, like, okay, we're gonna make this kids movie about this little alien, <laughs> or we're gonna we're gonna feature your product prominently. Kurz. Okay. Goes well, it didn't go <laughs> didn't go so well over with uh, Eminem. So. Yeah, so isn't that why uh, Reese's Pieces is in it? Because Eminem turned them down. Yep, they didn't want to be in a part of a monster movie. Those dumb bastards. Yeah, they're <laughs> where are they now? <laughs> but the other thing about that beer scene, the mom comes home. Yeah, she's and completely oblivious. She stinks. Et's just walking circles around her, and then she just kicks the cans over. She picks them up like nothing. She doesn't yell like, "Who has been drinking my fucking beer?" <laughs> yeah. Meanwhile, be- Drew, Br- Drew Barrymore is like telling her to look, and she's yeah, she's the worst yeah. parent ever. Yeah, yeah no, the other ever. brothers, the other brothers should have caught hell for that because he would be the logical uh, culprit. Mm-hmm. Well, remember he does get busted for having for uh, being drunk at school, so I'm sure Elliot, mm. because the whole frog scene, they, kept, he, they she gets the call, he, she goes, I'll, she says, drunk, and then she picks up one of the cans off the ground, so. Oh, okay. I must have missed that. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, I forgot yeah. about that. Anyways, E.T. gets Blotto, my number five. Yep. <laughs> All right. My name is E.T., and I like to get Blotto. Blotto. <laughs> Blotty. What? <Okay. laughs> 
Okay, the other thing which I don't think you'll ever see in a kid's movie ever again is when, so Elliot first goes outside and he, um, you know, throws the, the famous scene, he throws the ball in the, the little shed out there and it comes back and he runs in to tell his mom and, the, and his brother and kids. And they all, like, go and grab kitchen knives and run outside. <laughs> they yep. each have butcher's knives and they're running outside to get this, whatever they think it is, a coyote or whatever. Oh my god, just having these children grab knives is ridiculous. I was dying. I don't remember that. We'll take care. We'll check it out. Shing. Yeah. Yep. I don't know. That's you see those gnarly. weird footprints. Yeah, coyote's back, Mom. Yeah. He's the worst, kind of worst tracker ever. Yeah. <laughs> kind of damn coyote leaves tracks like that. Big, like, yeah. Spock uh, handprints on the ground. So the boys fetching knives to go tackle whatever's in their shed, and the mom taking a knife along with them, and I, I don't know. And then they're just upset that they ordered a pizza. And I will say that was something that brought back memories of like sleepovers where you're at that age, I guess early teen, where you're old enough to kind of start ordering, like having a pizza delivered late at night without having your parents do it. And like that specialness of having this pizza be delivered like at ten o'clock at night at your party, and your parents weren't really involved. And I always remember that being really cool. I would never do it at my house because my parents might not they'd kill me. But at other people's sleepovers, <laughs> we, we we did that. And that was, yeah, no, I, I never did that. Uh, it was always fun. It was like felt like we were getting away with something. And when they did that, I thought that was pretty cool. All right, so the boys with stabbing weapons is my number four. Uh, <laughs> Alex. My number four is when Elliot finally shows E.T. to his brother, Michael. <laughs> he's turned around with his eyes closed. He's making all sorts of sound effects. He just turns around, dead silence. Yeah, he's talking like Yoda, I think. Yeah. Show him to me, yes. And then Drew Barrymore walks in and just freaks the fuck out. And then all hell breaks loose. Ugh, one of my favorite scenes. You see E.T. Yeah. E. with his arms flailing in the air. Yeah. Hilarious. And yeah, the shelf falls down and the mom comes in and Elliot's just like playing with one of those shark trigger things. Remember those? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> oh, my room? What's wrong with it? I'm trying some new stuff. And the mom just like, ah, oh, worst parents. That's how I think Stranger <laughs> Things nailed it. Not so much with the mom, but like the dad, like being just so clueless and not giving a fuck. Yeah. <laughs> These parents. Mm-hmm. Nice one. Nice. Scott. Uh, my number four continues on from the E.T. getting blotto. Uh, I, I don't know if, if you guys have the frog scene, but amidst all that, um, E.T.'s watching The Quiet Man on TV, um, and Elliot is compelled to play out that whole scene with Erica Laniac, which I, I, I looked it up. Uh, I thought that the little girl looked familiar. Um, she's from Under Siege fame. I don't know if you guys remember that. What, she missed your lie? Yeah. Oh. And she was on Baywatch, yeah. Uh, but anyways, she yeah. She's super tall. Yeah, she's like a head taller than him, which is great because there's that gag where they, they get, I, I forget the kid trips or whatever, but they basically, uh, Elliot stands on top of this kid and yeah. um, kisses her a la uh, Quiet Man, and she melts in his in his embrace, just like in the movie. Uh, and then there's a cool shot afterwards. Of, of her kind of uh, just her her feet and the frogs which were freaking her out before um, 
all hot past her, and she's just completely oblivious, and she's kind of dip, uh, twisting her toe. I don't know how to describe it exactly, but... Yeah. She's pivoting uh, on the bumper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, see, I, I really like the... the that little... that gag that, that followed up on the... on Elliot's connection. Mm-hmm. Did you guys ever dissect frogs in school? Yes. No, Here's, I think I did a cat in college. I'm, I'm calling bullshit on them being alive. Like, you don't... Like, I didn't dissect a live frog. Yeah, they were already, like... They were way dead pre- long time ago. Dead and pre-frozen and stuff, and they thawed them out so that you could actually do the, the thing. Yeah, I think I did it a freshman or sophomore year in high school. Yeah, dissected frogs. I had to do it because my lab partner refused to touch the frog. Yeah, so we'll get into this in our uh, scary things, but uh, <laughs> I had biology. We were supposed to do if it. If it was biology. I refused. Was it? Yeah, I refused was, to do it. Was so. it Mariola? Yes. <laughs> yeah. And I called in sick that day. Really? Or, yeah. I, was, I was handling gonads. <laughs> All right, then. Yeah. <laughs> that wasn't part of class, though. I know. Maybe that's how he got there. It was his lab partner. Yeah. <laughs> Woo! Um, all right. Number three for me. Uh, man, I... All right, if you guys... I'll, all right, if I didn't win, I'll say it at the end. I'll honorable mention. Um, <laughs> the E.T. just puppet, or whatever the hell it is, is great. Yes. Um, creepy as hell, uh, but in, except for the scenes where he's walking, where he's just basically waddling, and like, he walks like R two D two does, when he doesn't have his third wheel down. Or... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 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 it's probably. I'm assuming there's a little dude in there or something. So, but... so, so yeah, they did have a little person, but they also had this kid who didn't have any legs for some of the scenes too, um, oh. which is it's interesting. So, like, I think in the drunk scene where he's like falling over and stuff, it was the kid. Jesus. Yeah. Hey, get the guy with no legs to yeah. fall over. It was cool that this kid uh, got to, to be on this movie set and do this stuff. But yeah, uh, but yeah no, I, I agree. The puppet's great. I, I'd forgotten that his head does that little pulse thing. That was a pretty yeah. cool effect. I wonder why he's scary. Fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, his, his head, his neck growing, his eyes, and they, they dilate. Yeah, he gets really good motion out of his face. Like I said, the movement is a little bad, but everything else other than that, um, I think is is spot on. The special effects throughout the whole movie. I mean, I will say, flying through the air is definitely dated now, and it looks terribly blue screen. But whatever, it's still fun. Uh, but but the special effects and the puppet itself looks great. And I did you guys ever see the special edition that he put out there, and then re, then got rid of? Is that the one where <laughs> with replaced, the radio? Nope. Yeah, placed the flashlights instead of guns. Yeah, but they but they also did some CG ET in the movie too. I forgot uh, like uh, blinking. I don't know. There were some extra scenes. I never saw it, but um, yep, ET puppet looked great mm-hmm. and, and terrifying. Uh, Alex, number three. My number three is I like the way Spielberg shot uh, the first part of the movie like a straight up just alien like monster movie type of thing. He would never sh- completely show E.T. or the other aliens. You knew they had glowing hearts, but they were always in shadow. And I love that re- it's a really cheap, cheesy trick, but it works very effectively 
where, oh, you hear, like, E.T. or the monster run off somewhere, and then Elliot follows back because he can't keep up, and then the swing set is still moving, and then up ahead, trash cans fall over and the gate closes and stuff. I just find that really cool. It's very effective um, storyboarding and uh, filming. Yeah, I think he learned that from Jaws, <laughs> right? Like, keep don't show it unless you have to, and... Um, Great way to that whole, yeah, that whole thing. I think I mentioned this at the party the other day. Like, if I ever have I move into a place where there's a cornfield, I'm immediately burning it because all it is is hiding places for aliens. <laughs> Fuck this shit and children. That whole swing set, <laughs> that whole swing set thing happened in Signs as well. Remember where um, Mel Gibson and Meryl like chase it around? Yeah, they hear yeah. it outside and they chase it around, and next thing you know, you just see the swing set moving and stuff. Like, <laughs> Yes. Yeah. Also, right. speaking of yeah. which, I I also like the way that he set up the quote unquote villain with the jangly keys on his hip. But there was some parts, man, when he at the beginning when he was chasing ET, where there's nothing like just five solid seconds of just crotch running with keys dangling. Yeah. It was a bit too much. But other than that, great. So that is funny. I never noticed the keys when I was a kid, and then until Brian watched it a year or two ago, and he mentioned it. He's like, do you remember that? And I'm like, no. And then now that's when I watched it. It's like, oh my god, it's so in your face. How did I not notice this as a kid? Yeah. And I like how the whole Muppet Babies treatment of the adults in this movie. <laughs> yeah, that was awesome. <laughs> I also liked that very much. Well, they were villains, and they weren't paying attention. Yeah. Adults are well, shitty assholes. Out... <laughs> if the ladies taught me anything, it's that adults are shitty assholes. Mm-hmm. But the key, the keys guy wasn't. Yeah, he turned out to be okay. Yeah. It was a, a, right. a fake out twist. <laughs> what a twist! All right, Scott, number three. Number three is kind of been mentioning it, but uh, just the general concept of the connection that that Elliot has with ET, with the extraterrestrial, um, and how they can like feel each other, so emotions and. Uh, like Elliot sees kind of what E.T. seeing, especially when he's drunk. Uh, it's, it's a cool concept, um, and they they have fun with it. Um, you know, it, it turns out not to be anything dark or sinister. Um, so yeah, I just really like that that concept. Yeah, that's cool. So he also seems to have the same relationship with that potted flower, right? The yeah, the I don't know, daisies. I forget what they are. I think they're uh, carnations. But yeah, they, okay. they, they, they kind of mirror his state of health. Yeah. Yeah. So, But he didn't do the same thing with uh, the brother and sister. So it was just he picked a, a plant and a boy. Mm-hmm. He wasn't going to... Plant boy. Plant boy. Yeah. Yeah, that was cool. I, I think you mentioned this before, the kids. Like, I like how that one scene where Drew Barrymore is like filling her wagon with stuff. I think that's when she brings in the plant for the first time. And the mom asks what you're doing. So I'm going to go play in Elliot's room. All right, but don't let him torture you too much. <laughs> like Jesus. that's so brother. It is brother and sister, right? And he mm-hmm. was, she was younger, and but they were getting along. And then even the dog was in there. Like as a parent, I guess if all if your kids are all getting along and hanging out in the same room, you got to think something's wrong, right? <laughs> yeah. Yep. <laughs> and it's quiet. <laughs> mm. Yeah, something bad. Yeah, yeah, some bad's happening. Doing something or yeah, just yeah, trying yeah, to yeah. clean up a poop that they left in the middle of the room. Oh, that was probably Daddy who shook it out his pant leg. That was a Disneyland. <laughs> oh, fucking gross. At least, at least, <laughs> all right. at least you were a kid when you did that. 
Yeah. 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 Barely out of high school. Um, all right. My number two is the score. It's John Williams. It's badass, as always. Mm-hmm. Um, that's all I can say is the score. I remember when he went and saw John Williams and they performed that live and with that whole scene. and uh, So good. No, that's all I got to say. The score. Um, nice. Alex. Uh, my number two is also the psychic link, but I wanted to add that uh, it seems like because E.T., e- I mean, these guys have mastered inter- intergalactic space travel. They got a spaceship and everything, but no, it just seems... They obviously haven't mastered it. Well, not mastered, <laughs> but, I mean, they got a goddamn spaceship. They're capable. Light speed, yeah. But he just seems kind of dumb throughout most of the movie. I mean, of course, he can't speak English. He's a He's an alien, but most of the other stuff, he just seems kind of clueless and like not like an intelligent being that can fly a spaceship. I was always, I was always under the impression that he was basically a kid too. Well, that's the thing. I think that uh, the the way that I saw it was that the psychic link actually kind of like a hive mind makes them as a group smarter and more because uh, he's dying, and so he releases Elliot because I think he was kind of leeching off whatever uh, life force or psychic energy to uh, keep himself alive on that planet without his other dudes around. But when he was dying, he released it. But then when they were coming back because they got his message, that's when his heart started glowing. And that's when, uh, you know, he became alien Jesus because he was getting more energy from uh, the guys from his own species. So he actually, towards the end of the movie, to me, he looked like not only really alive, but a lot smarter too. Like he was blinking like... Like a normal blink, really fast, the puppet was doing at the end. It's possible. I will say he does feel like an adult at the end because the way he hugs him and says, I'll be right here. And a kid wouldn't say that to another kid. Yeah. It is more an adult talking to a kid at that point. But through the rest of the movie, yeah, maybe. I, I never... It's one of those things you guess you don't have to answer and you have different interpretations. I yeah. don't think he was stealing Elliot's life force. And not stealing, but, but borrowing it to you know, keep himself <laughs> alive. So Elliot's died a 40-year-old man because E.T. sucked 20 years from his life. <laughs> well, maybe. And then, and then he drank. He ruined his liver at such a young age. <laughs> what a dick E.T. is. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Nice. Scott. All right. My number two is also the, the John Williams score. Nice. Uh, and just, just right. to add a little note about <laughs> Jeff saying that they, they played the music at the end there. I only caught part of it because I was hammered and had to use the bathroom. <laughs> E.T. got Fair you. And, and, uh, and I regret it. Well, I regret missing it. I don't regret going to the bathroom, but I regret missing that part of the... Anyway, mm-hmm. the score by John Williams is great. It's his... At least his... <sighs> it's tough know, rating, man. I know. Yeah, it's tough. I don't know. I would put Star Wars number one, but I'm totally biased, and I don't. Well, yeah, Star Wars would be number one. It would go. Jaws. So, so it would go for sure. It would go Star Wars, and then indie. But after that, I I do like that the score has kind of that, uh, like almost a magical quality to it. Like when when E.T.'s doing the, the telekinesis and stuff, and they're flying around, and you know. uh, Mm -hmm. Anyway. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
But today's kids may kind say the magical music is Harry Potter. Uh, so. Well, the kids are dumb. <laughs> As Mama Fratelli once said, yeah. kids suck. <laughs> We got shushed right. at one of those John Williams concerts because we were talking over the, the Harry Potter score of all things. Wait, really? You came, came I did. to a John Williams concert to see Harry Potter music? Fuck off. I didn't even know what it was <laughs> and I got yelled at. <laughs> what the hell is this shit? Harry Potter's stupid. Yeah, girl, girl turns around and shushes us. It's like, really? That's, that's what you came for. Not, ugh. Anyway. I thought it's a bad score. I'm just saying. You're just saying you're old. Mm-hmm. Yes. All right. Uh, my number one is the the chase scene at the end with the boys and the bikes and E.T. flying away over the cops. Yeah, that's mine, too. That's my number one. Into the sky. Yeah. Yeah. And then, yeah, again, the score mixes perfectly with it when they, they finally fly up after the, over the barricade. Yeah. Yeah. And the whole scene, like the whole, I don't know what you call it, like a jump cut where it just zooms in. It just cut, cut, and zooming in closer and closer on Elliot's face. And then, yeah, just... They take off and the music plays, but just even the bike scene before that, because this is like I said, I love we loved riding bikes as kids. So this was yeah, that was just part that, of it. Yeah, sweet was, jumps yeah. and it was like that could be us. Yeah, yeah, we we would have eaten shit like twelve times. But that could be us. Yeah, I, I just, and when they all sorry, go ahead. I was gonna say when they all land and they all slide perfectly. Yeah. All six of them. <laughs> so cool. I did yeah. like they're the going through the the neighborhood, the under construction neighborhood. And the the one kid is like, let's split up. Like, what? Why? <laughs> they could, they clearly can tell which which bike has the alien in it. Like, <laughs> like why would it matter? Yeah. Other than just to get extra shots of people doing stuff. Yeah. But yep, I think I guess since we all have it as number one, it must be the most. Uh, we all, it must be the best scene. The scene earlier when ET does or he does it at night is more. That moonshot is a little nicer. Yeah, the moonshot is iconic. Scene. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. That's always that's on all the advertising. Uh, that's the Amblin Entertainment logo, Spielberg's production company. Yeah, so I'll talk about that in our scary mo- moments later. <laughs> I couldn't even watch an Amblin movie without crying as a kid. <laughs> oh, Jeff. <laughs> All right, um, that wraps up. Uh, honorable mention to number one. naming your daughter Gertie, which yeah. I'm assuming is short for Gertrude. Either way, that's just cruel. <laughs> Gertie. Yes. Yeah. Just saying. So she's going to grow up to be... She's star. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. She's the most famous one now. I don't know about now, but she was the biggest. I, has she been anything in a while? Yeah, she she has a show on Netflix. I know. Oh yeah, the the Santa Clarita Santa, Santa Clarita, Clarita diet. diet. Yes. Yeah. All right. Okay, so uh, I for, I always forget. Do we rank or do we do crossover first? Rank. We rate first. Yeah. All right. All right. I give this a six. I can't give it a seven because the scare factor ruined my childhood. <laughs> but it's it's damn qu- good quality movie. And like I said, I just watched it the other day on Netflix, and it was still enjoyable the entire time. And it was one of those where, even though I, I said we had it on a home video, and after I got my fur, I watched it all the time. 
I never looked at my phone the entire time I was watching the movie, which is that's my sign now. If I start drifting off and like if I'm watching Gotham, I always mention I'm looking at my phone through half the show. <laughs> this this movie had my attention the entire time, and it's my fortieth, fiftieth time seeing it. So, but I can't give it a seven because fuck ET, you scary as a kid. <laughs> there you go, Alex. I am gonna give this movie a seven. I loved it. I still love All it. Right. My boys actually aren't scared of E.T. They love him, too. I was just going to ask. So they, you let them see it? Yeah. They were really scared when E.T. was all white and stuff. They're like, oh, no, Elliot, is he going to be okay? Blanca poo-poo. Yeah. So has so, so the youngest <laughs> so has your younger one started calling the older one penis breath yet? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ugh, that's going to start soon. And then I'm going to get in trouble for it. Pee-pee breath. <laughs> that's cool. They liked it. I'm glad. Mm-hmm. Alright, uh, Scott. Uh, yeah, I give it a six. It's all-time kids movie. Uh, and it's got a lot of great scenes. Uh, you know, I, you know, I, I wouldn't call it a masterpiece, though. Uh, I would. But I'm, yeah, I'm comfortable with the six. Uh, you know, like, Alex shown it to his kids. Um, it's, uh, you know, you recommend it to anybody, uh, easily. So, number six, six for me. Do you think they'll ever remake this? <sighs> Not while Spielberg's within, alive. I was going to say, okay, within the next, tw- our lifetimes. I can't, uh, can't say no. <laughs> yeah, I can't. Um, I, I don't see the, I really don't see the point of this one. It's uh, like, what are you, you going to do differently? Like, what? They've done a bunch of knockoffs already that didn't do a lot. <laughs> Mac and me? <laughs> oh, no, that was the exception. <laughs> a fantastic tour de force. You know, the, Mac and me. Uh, you know what the best part of Mac and me is, right? It was uh, Mervin's. Paul Rudd. Mervin oh, yeah, Paul, Paul Rudd going on cunning. <laughs> he gets him every time. The best is yeah. when he's doing Ant-Man. And you should actually show a clip of Ant Man, and it cut to the to the wheelchair and going over the side of it. <laughs> wow! <laughs> but there was another one where this little alien robot came down. It wasn't batteries not included. It was a more modern one, where this alien robot and these kids find it and they're like, "Oh no, we got to get him home." But I think Terminator. No, it was something stupid. It wasn't Terminator, but I think the best <laughs> ripoff slash homage to E.T. has been uh, I think it was eight, Super 8. I love that movie. Uh, that movie's really good. Really? Yes, I liked it. Uh, I disliked it so much. It was, this is one of the reasons I have problems with Abrams. He tries to be Spielberg, and he's so not, and it bugs the crap out of me. I think Stranger Things is a much better version of what Super 8 was trying to do. Oh, uh, okay. Well, I agree, I agree with that. Alex, was, like was, was it the the last Mimsy? Is that what you're thinking of? Was that something? No, else? not the last, not the last Mimsy. But it was the, the first Mimsy. <laughs> Maybe, <laughs> perhaps the second or third. It was something really stupid, like. Ugh. While you're looking that up, so ET, uh, my our family dog as a kid um, had a tumor in his um, scrotum. And it looked like he had three balls, so my dad called him E.T. the extra testicle. <laughs> and then we had him neutered, 
And we had a neuter. My dad kept the balls in a jar, and he'd show all my friends when they'd show up. Oh, came over. That's the one. It was called Earth to Echo. Oh, okay, I didn't see that. Yeah, I didn't either because it just looked dumb. <laughs> and I bet your dad never got tired of that joke. Oh no. <laughs> Alex, did you ever see his balls? No, thankfully. In the jar? That would have freaked no, me out. Sure. No. Oh, balls in the mason jar. Oh. Yeah. Luckily, they finally disintegrated inside the <laughs> jar. Gross. Of vin- That's so vin- gross. You vinegar did, or whatever. After the- being in there for literally years. <laughs> yeah. He had it in his garage, on his shelf, next to his nails and hammers, or family dog's balls. And he'd only do this when we had friends over. So <laughs> yeah. I guess, I guess that means you're not a friend, Alex. Oh. I'm the little guy. I, <laughs> you are the little guy. This could have been be no, not before your time because you knew Brian forever. Yeah. But um, I don't know. Wait, this wasn't that same yeah. that same jar, the smell jar, was it? No, that's a different <laughs> jar. That's more of a canister. Is that because that would explain a lot if that was that same <laughs> jar? No, no, they were like in a little baby food jar. The the balls, and then I think that the the stink jar is like a <laughs> compost thing. <laughs> Yeah, so yeah. I told my dad it went to uh, Greg's Greg's birthday. He's like, oh, the guy you love is the smell jar? Because yeah. apparently Greg came over one time and liked the yeah. smell, so that's how my dad remembers him. So, mm-hmm. so it could be worse than being the little guy. <laughs> yeah. You can be arm breaker or... You can be the guy who's Mr. always late. <laughs> you can be the guy who's always late or the guy who likes the smell canister. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm pretty good. Good with my nickname. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, so our crossover movement was things that scared the crap out of us as children. Yes. And it can be mo- movies, it could be TV shows, but it could also be other stuff, just, you know, uh, bugs, streetlights, I don't know. That would be a weird one to be afraid of. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> streetlights. <laughs> yeah. They're terrifying. All right, and this is because, obviously, my fear of E.T. So, um, I had a, my first four were pretty easy. The last <laughs> They're all E.T. One... <laughs> well, no. <laughs> so I, I'm going to choose this one, but I can come up with a sp- specific example where I know there were moments in a bunch of Disney cartoons that I would have to turn away from. And I want to say one I remember was Pinocchio, and it's his transformation into the donkey and him and his buddy. And I remember that scaring the crap out that of me as a kid. Disturbing. I never liked watching. Mm-hmm. I always would turn away. I, I love Pinocchio, but I would always turn away during that scene and like cover my ears. And I want to say there were others. I just can't remember them right now. So that's what I'm going with. Maybe you guys will mention something that will uh, spark my memory. But uh, various moments in Disney cartoons, specifically Pinocchio turning into a donkey. or his, It's more his friend turning into the donkey and him starting to turn into a donkey. Donkey. Mm-hmm. Alex. My number five is my uncle liked to scare me with a, a devil mask. That freaked me the fuck out. It wasn't even anything like he wouldn't have to like jump out at me or something. He would just have the mask. It was in his hand, and that'd be fine. I didn't care. As soon as he put it on his face, it'd go, Ugh! I'd freak out and start crying. And then you would laugh and laugh about it later, right? Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Well, that was, that was an uncle. He was like the last of my grandma's kids, so he was like 16, and I was four. Something like that, so. It made sense for him to be very immature and stupid like that and scare his nephew. But a jerk. So that re- that reminds me of either my <laughs> uncle 
or my grandma had you know the the drama mass the 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 comedy and the drama yeah ah oh, fuck those yeah and one of them had them hanging in their house and that always freaked me out as a kid these were like bronze or copper hanging on the wall <laughs> that's one of those things you, whenever you walk down the hallway you would never look in that direction <laughs> Not look, keep eyes forward eyes forward mm-hmm. yeah all right scott okay my number five was uh so i've I've mentioned many times I had very little supervision when it came to watching cable. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I used to watch Nick at Night, which you'd think would be safe. Uh, and I used to watch the old Dragnet when I was a kid. Uh, oh, wait, no. That's the no, other that's different. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, they, so Jack Webb, the producer and star of the show, it's very heavy-handed ideas about certain things and very conservative ideas. Um, and there was an episode about LSD, and uh, there was oh, the main this, the main character of the episode was named like Blue Boy. Yeah, he like paint he like paint half his face, and like like <laughs> Joe Friday would go on these big tangents about the evils of LSD. Um, and then at the very end of the episode, they'd go to track him down, and he's dead. He's overdosed. And as a kid, I could not process it, and it freaked me the fuck out. Like. I could not watch like TV for like a week after that, mm-hmm. like, and, and I couldn't talk to anybody about it because like, what was I going to say? Because I didn't understand what I saw. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, just the the idea that oh my god, this guy's dead for no reason. Like they just did this close up on his face and his like jaws slack, slackly hanging there, and mm-hmm. uh, it's got like the dead thousand yard stare, and it just creeped me the hell out. Like I thought Dick and Knight was safe, but it wasn't. <laughs> nope. Did they show uh, Twilight Zone on Nick at Night? Or they no? did. I want to say. Yeah, I think they did. Because I avoided that those. Safe either. Uh, some of some of those <laughs> yeah. some of those were scary. But at least I knew go, well, going into that. Like most right. of the time, it was just like some kind of procedural, where like they track some bad dice down. And, uh, but yeah, the that episode was not ready for that. That <laughs> <laughs> was a child. Nice. All right, uh, my number four, and I, I didn't say this at the beginning. I was scared of pretty much everything as a kid. I think my younger brother was, like, he would be able to go do stuff before I would be. Like, I was always scared of everything for the longest time. And then eventually it went away. But eventually it, the rules it, whether, <laughs> <laughs> like, whether it was rides, uh, movies, um, just anything, I was always scared. But I'm also a guy that's like, when I'm scared of stuff, I'm also fascinated by it. And I, I know I've mentioned this before, but walking through uh, like a blockbuster video, as even before block a movie store, and going into the horror section and looking at the VHS covers and just being so scared, like it would I, every time it would scare the crap out of me, but I had to do it. And seeing like the cover, I always remember a Silent Night, Deadly Night, yeah, <laughs> and it was the chimney with Santa Claus's arm hanging out with an axe in it. Um, the Evil Dead, the classic poster with the hand coming up and grabbing the girl by her face. Um, anyway, even stupid stuff like ghoulies with the guy popping out of the toilet or That's critters. The, 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 I'm just going to go ahead and say it now. The the ghoulies toilet thing is my number three. The cover, oh, the cover, really? cover yeah. that VHS, yes. That shit haunted me forever. <laughs> Literally. Um, Whoa! <laughs> nice, Alex. Uh-huh. So just VHS horror movie covers and 
Especially, I remember a place, Music Plus is where we used to go. Yeah. And it, <laughs> and, <laughs> oh, just, off, uh, it's, was it the one up Chapman Burgers? No, it was right by my parents' okay. house. I'm not going to get the cross streets like you just did. Whew. People may stalk them or something, yeah. but yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, horror movie covers, and like I said, every time I would do it, and every time I'd get scared, <laughs> and I don't know, my parents probably get mad at me, but whatever. Um, that's it. Alex, number four. My number four is kind of akin to the uh, the theater, the Greek theater masks. My aunt had this room in her house that was, well, everybody lived at my grandma's house because it was huge. And uh, she had her own, like, pretty decent room. But she seemed it all in, like, Japanese kabuki stuff. So there was a fan. There was, you know, blossoms and stuff everywhere. And there was these two masks. They were pale white. Yeah, and they were kind of like those theater masks. But they were Japanese-themed, and they are kind of painted. And they were, oh, they're just so damn creepy. I hated going in a room. So, yeah, it was kind of like that's why when I saw Spirited Away for the first time and No Face was there, I was like, ooh. <laughs> so so that, tomorrow, that came back. All those memories came flooding <laughs> back. I was like, oh. <laughs> so, so it's not on my list. My grandparents at their house, they had a big room that was their office. And they had this super, it was like little animatronic. It was like this super like old woman, but it was just her, her head. And it was tiny. and It was above the doorway. And it would like cackle. And like, I don't know what the fuck. Like why they thought that was cool, but they had it in there. And then in the bathroom of that office, hanging over the toilet, was a uh, a velvet um, painting of the devil sitting on a toilet. It was very meta, and that creeped me out too. I just want to get that out of the way. Jeez, Not as much as other stuff, but yeah, it, it, it was like Belphegor from Persona. If you know what I'm talking about, it was there to mm-hmm. it was there to scare the shit out. Yes, of you. yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, creepy dolls. I didn't think about this. Until you guys started talking. But yeah, I remember some some like family friends that had like those porcelain dolls with the white faces. Oh, and, yeah. uh, Don't get me. I remember like sad hobo clown dolls and stuff. Yeah, I I brought this up before, and this you know I was an adult when I did this, but uh, when when back east, helped my friend Daniel, friend of the, the podcast, Daniel move, and uh, we stayed at his wife's parents' place when we got there. Go Preds. Yeah, go Predators. Um, and it was this like old, like, like farmhouse. Like I don't want to say colonial because uh, it wasn't that old, but it was like from the the twenties, if not earlier. And downstairs was basically this room that was straight out of the Whaley House, <laughs> but it was it was full of dolls, like water wall dolls. Oh, gee, and uh, nope. And basically, I got offered the choice of sleeping in the this office, which had these super creepy lamps. <laughs> or sleeping downstairs with the dolls. I'm like, oh, I'll take the lamps. Yep. <laughs> I love lamps. <laughs> lamps don't have legs. And then the next day I was talking about the creepy lamps. Unless it's Christmas story. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I mentioned the creepy lamps, and Daniel told me, yeah, I don't think I could sleep in there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He, he told you the next day, right? Not that Yeah, day. the next day after I had yeah. to spend the day. <laughs> yeah. Nice. All right. Um, We're on number three. So, yeah, Scott was double toilet guy. So my number three are, as I mentioned earlier, frogs. I'm fucking terrified of the French. No, I'm just kidding. Frogs. <laughs> oh, Jeff at Gmail.com. Suck it, 
frogs freak me out. They've always freaked me out. I I don't like them. I I don't like the fact that they just they hop. Blah, blah. <laughs> they're they're slip. They're slimy. Um, and maybe it was because of ET uh, in that scene. I don't know. So this is hilarious. I had a reason why I was scared of fr- frogs. I thought. I swore I remember my cousins trapping me inside a, a shed in someone's backyard, one of my uh, cousins' backyard, and there was a riverbank behind their backyard. So they would go, the older cousins would go grab all the frogs, put them in there, and put the younger cousins in there, and then turn them just like it was all black, but they put a flashlight on, it, and you can just see like frogs everywhere. And I'm like, oh god, it was so scary. So that's why I'm scared. I brought this up to my mom like not too long ago. She's like. We don't have any relatives that live near a riverbank. What are you talking about? So I think I just dreamt this. It came out of nowhere. <laughs> yeah, and it's been a part of my life ever since. I had a dream that a, I always have a recurring dream of this frog would jump from, you know how the bank is behind my parents' backyard? Yeah. It would jump over the wall and just start running at me, and I'd run in the house and scream and cry and wake up from a <laughs> nightmare every single time. Maybe, maybe the, I don't know why. Maybe the frog people have gotten to your mother. I don't know. Maybe I'm Rippy Toad from some video game I can't remember right now. Rippy Toad. <laughs> oh, yeah. Rippy. oh, are you Battle talking Toads? about uh, Yeah, Battletoads. <laughs> I think Oh. Wait, what was the frog in Star Fox? Oh, Slippy. Oh, sl- Slippy. Yeah. Oh, I was way off. Anyway, frogs. <laughs> Alex. My number 3 is in the the Scott Bayo vehicle, Zapped. <laughs> I when, like where uh, this is going. Yeah. When his powers start going haywire or he's doing something. I haven't seen this movie in over like two decades, I'd say. I wonder why. But, yeah, I know. But <laughs> one of the dummies was like a howdy doody type of dummy and stuff that he made fly around and move. Oh, that scared the shit out of me. Ugh. Nope. Yeah. Controlicus I mean, dummies. Ugh. Nope. They're pretty much the same yeah. as clowns, right? They're they're only scary. Uh, We've passed the 40s where this t- passes entertainment, and yeah, Howdy Doody and Bozo are horror-filled nightmares now and not children's entertainment. Mm-hmm. Thanks, Stephen King, you dick. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Mr. Marbles? Yeah. You? <laughs> Mr. Marbles. <laughs> All right, yeah. Scott, go. What are we on, two? Yes. Three. Three, if you three okay. Three. Yeah, three was the ghouly... Monster coming out of the toilet with the suspenders and mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> he has suspenders. That's how I remember. Yeah, dude, he did. Oh man, super like. And then it's like you can't avoid toilets. Like, what the fuck was I gonna do? Like, eventually I was gonna have to, you know, man up and get on a toilet. <laughs> By the way, Scott, knowing you. As long as I have, and knowing that two of your biggest fears have to do with toilets, is it's remarkable how you can sit in there so long and text the whole time while you're in yeah, there. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> it's my quiet time. <laughs> yeah, but you must be terrified. That's probably why you got, got to talk with friends, make sure I'm still alive the whole time you're doing this. I can't think about it. Can't think about it. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. I will say with ghoulies also is I thought. The Goonies was the Ghoulies, and so my mom brought home Goonies to watch as a kid, and I thought it was Ghoulies. I swear to God, we did the same thing that happened. (laughs) Yeah, okay. I was like, I don't want to watch it. I don't want to watch it. They're like, no, it's not it. It's different. 
So it's like, okay. And I was skeptical in the first half of the movie. I'm okay. But then when Sloth showed up, I did get scared. But not that bad. Yeah. But yeah. That's funny. <laughs> All right. My number two are aliens in general. They've always scared me. They will always scare me because they're real, first of all. And second of you all, love terrifying. See, this goes back to my fast. I would watch Sightings, all those shows. The um, There were Sightings and there was another show on Fox. It would always be about aliens. Unsolved that Mysteries wasn't or something X-Files. like that? Uh, yeah, Crosswell. yeah. Um, I, I would watch them get nightmares, <laughs> but I'd still... I would still watch I'd, it, yeah. I would. It's just, but it's terrifying. You know, like, would I watch Fire in the Sky? Um, uh, what's the other one? Um, maybe that is... No, there's... Oh, the one that's... I've never seen it, and I will never watch it, is Communion. Remember that poor show? Oh, my mom had the book, and this is an alien, great alien, at the cover of this book that was sitting on the washer and dryer... Fucking alien face! Ah, I don't remember that book. No, uh, and it was a movie too. Really? Yeah. Huh. yeah, based on true events. That's what it said in the book, and I believe it. <laughs> yeah. So aliens, and then I went and bought myself an alien mask, and I tried to scare people, but it ends up scaring me more than I scare <laughs> people with it. One time at a Halloween party, like it was freaking all the girls out, and so somebody, I think it was Annie, like put it in my water heater. Uh, not my water heater, my central air <laughs> closet. Yeah. And like four months later, I had to go change the air filter and I open it and it's just staring right at me when I open the door. Oh my God, I hit the floor. <laughs> I was so scared. <laughs> and oh, Eric and Eric and Tonga have scared me up in the cabin with that stupid thing. Ugh. Aliens, go fuck yourselves. You're scary. <laughs> if you're listening. I Thanks for listening. <laughs> <laughs> it's bringing love break it's, it's legs do you remember when we watched signs I was scared out of my goddamn mind yeah. and, then I'm, and then we came back to my house and why, you guys left and I was like oh god I turned on all the lights in the house <laughs> I was a 24 year old man when I think about fuck that shit Ugh, aliens gross Ugh. Alex go Ooh. my number two is I, I kind of remember this from a movie I want to say it's Poltergeist where Craig T. Nelson is downing a bottle of it's tequila, but tequila doesn't have the worm in it. But there's a worm, and then there's an eyeball right in the middle of the worm, and he ends up drinking and eating the worm. And then later on in the movie, he pukes up like a whole, ugh, like a whole another gross person that just moves with his shoulders under the bed. Oh, Jeebus H. Wait, what is this from? I want to say it's Poltergeist, but I'm not sure. Because I just remember that, and I don't think I want to find the movie where that happens. I think it was from a very special episode of Coach. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hayden! <laughs> yeah. It, it was, whatever. Who was it? Dick Van Dyke's brother, right? Jerry Van, Jerry Van Dyke, Dyke was the guy with the worm. But, yeah, I don't even know if it was Craig T. Nelson, but if somebody ate the tequila and the worm, and it was haunted, ghost. Thing, and then he puked up a whole skeleton slime person. Ugh. That sounds scary about it. Yeah, I know. It's fucking terrifying. Anyways. I, ty- I typed in eat worm with eye skeleton. Um, nope. Just how bone-eating zombie worms drill through whale skeletons. <laughs> sounds like something I do not want to look up on National <laughs> Geographic. 
All right, Scott. All right. Number four. Number two? Four. Or two, yeah, sorry. Fourth one. Two. two okay. Uh, speaking of Poltergeist, uh, the goddamn oh. clown doll. Goddamn clown doll. Yeah, that's a horror show. So, so I was never bothered by clowns. I'm still not really bothered by clowns, but when they're doll form, that's the worst. And they're attacky. Yeah. <laughs> or like doll moves a little bit and oh, it's flying around and fucking has teeth all of a sudden and just super fucked up and scary. Alex at Alex's place, there was a clown doll. Like that thing was terrible. Oh yeah. That was a little Taiwanese puppet. He was harmless. Don't, don't care. <laughs> They're horrible. Oh, sorry. Yeah, sorry to interrupt, but I found it. It's in Poltergeist 2, and it is Craig T. Nielsen. Oh, it's disgusting. So, Poltergeist number two? Yeah, or Poltergeist? Poltergeist number okay. two. I don't think I've ever seen that one. No one has. <laughs> yeah, that clown's creepy. And that movie, PG, my ass... That's all I gotta say. Yeah, the the pool the pool <laughs> scene was fucking terrifying. Also, the whole goddamn yeah, movie scary, but the, but especially the clown. Yes. <laughs> but, no, but especially the pool. But especially especially <laughs> the clown. <laughs> all right, my number one, no surprise, E.T. Terrifying uh, aliens in general, number two, but E.T. specifically is number one. Gave me the most nightmares as a kid. Probably gave my parents the most sleepless nights when I was a kid. Um, oh, who posted my that? My brother. What? Oh, yeah, that's the guy that he pukes up. Oh, fuck you, Alex. I know. <laughs> oh, I can't unsee it now. Sorry, Jeff. Let <laughs> me catch you. I want to. I want to see it now. Oh, he doesn't look that bad. He looks better than ET does. <laughs> um, yeah. Anyway, ET. Gave me ter- lots of sleepless nights. Scared, scared the crap out of me. Uh, Alex, number one. Oh, you guys know this. This fucking exorcist. Case closed. <laughs> I didn't even think about that, but yeah, that Ugh, would be your number one. So you're afraid of so you're afraid of the Antichrist. Yeah, aren't you? Not really. Oh. Did you watch Damien? Or The Omen? No, thankfully. I didn't see that. <laughs> so you haven't seen... Have you seen The Exorcist? Yes, I have. It sucks. We should watch it again. Ugh, no. Maybe I'll face my maybe <laughs> I'll face my fears one of these days and watch it again. But Jeebus H. I tell you, next time you pick some shitty movie that I don't want to review, I'm picking Exorcist. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, damn. Do I love? Do I hate The Exorcist more? Do I love shitty movies more? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Damn, that's good. <laughs> Choose wisely. <laughs> And I'll double down with Audition as well. There's two movies in the bank I can, I can hold over you. Damn. All right. Um, all right. That's it. My number one. Thanks, guys. Oh, yeah. I you did it. No, <laughs> go for it. Uh, my number one is pure nightmare fuel. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mentioned at the end of the last podcast, but the My Buddy doll. Uh, <laughs> my, my little brother had one, and that thing Bye, freaked me the fuck out. It had, it it blinked. Uh, <laughs> I, yeah. I remember having a nightmare where that thing was strangling me. Jeebus age. And then waking up freaked freaked out. Probably didn't help that like my dad was watching Child's Play and 
Like, <laughs> well, I've been watched Child's Play recently. But no, like, yeah, I was going to say that talk like Brad Dorf yeah, yeah, in your dream, yeah. too. But like, I would, we had a, so I shared a room with my brother, and I would like hide this thing in the closet, and like face it in the corner, and ugh. Like, to stay, Nobody like. Nobody puts my buddy in the corner. Yeah. <laughs> to, to this day, like, blinking dolls still creep me out. Like, I don't, I, I do not like that particular mechanic. Gravity. So the big reveal in Planet of the Apes freaked you out for a different reason. <laughs> well, not the big reveal. Well, the second to the biggest yeah. reveal. The talking doll. The blinking talking doll. Why would they make dolls that talk? Yeah, okay. Oh, that's right. It talked. It didn't blink. Or maybe it blinked, Mama. too. The talk was the reveal. Yeah. Mama. That, those dolls. Yeah. I was not really scared of dolls. Like that, they landed. Older. <laughs> but I can see yeah, Planet of the Apes. Mm-hmm. All right. Listener feedback or reviews or anything. Uh, nothing. You got anything? They just uh, we got a listener. Robin just said you can do it, Jeff. Because I, <laughs> you read the post, right? That you you're facing your fear, Jeff, watching this movie. Oh yeah. yeah. So she was very encouraging. Uh, listener Adam, not so much. <laughs> he just he just laughed. Type, at me. Ha, 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 ha. <laughs> Yep. Thanks, guys. Thanks for the moral support. But yeah, I can see why the other guys didn't chime in. Nobody wants to put up scary shit from their childhood, just like we did on the internet. Uh, yeah. Guess we're braver than we thought. That's the yep. reason. All right. Alex knows sports, and it's time to hear about it. I'm Alex, and I <laughs> like sports. Sports ball. So uh, the owner of the Mets, Mr. Met, was not too happy the other day. Oh, yeah? Yeah, he was very... Uh, belligerent. He put on. He he was very well dressed in an old timey suit. Okay. And uh, but he was very angry that his Mets, his team, were losing. And then he just flipped flipped the fans off that they were calling for Mister Met. Mm. Telling them all, why can't you manage your team better? You're the owner. And he said, nope. And he flipped them the bird. Okay. I think I've asked this before, Alex. But what is Mets short for? Uh, Metropolitans? Oh, very good. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> Look at that. I know sports. Yeah. I will posit to you, though, that Mr. Met did not actually flip anybody off because he doesn't have five fingers. He doesn't? Did he lose them in the war? He has no middle finger is what I'm saying. Oh. Well, according to this picture, he does. <laughs> well, the, his problem was that he was doing the... Uh, the Italian thing, like, as well. Oh, the bafangu, huh? <laughs> yeah. Bafangu, yeah. Sucapotero. Sucapotero. <laughs> that was the thing? Oh, it kind of looks like he's slipping off. No, he was flipping off. Oh, okay, there you go. But, I mean, you, was, I'm saying there was no doubt, because he was also doing the arm thing. Right. <laughs> he's combining the two, is what I'm saying. Yeah, the Mets owner not having a good day. That's my news. Meh. All right. Uh, it's time for it. Neom News. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was yeah. Uh, so light week for me. Uh, but I want to talk briefly about uh, Wonder Woman. Uh, we will perhaps be talking about this more in length on a subsequent podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, but just a quick thing or a quick review here. I liked it. Uh, it well over the 100 million mark now. Um, it's gangbusters, as the kids say. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, 93 on, on Rotten Tomatoes. The kids of the 1920s. <laughs> the, kids think, the kids think it's the bee's knees. The cat's pajamas. Mm-hmm. Uh, they think it's swell. But, uh, yeah, 93 on Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, if you guys, if anybody listening out there enjoys comic book movies, you should definitely go out and see this. Uh, I've got a, you know, a woman lead, uh, which is a nice change of pace. And yeah. I said we might be talking about this more. Uh, see, Jeff, what did you think of the movie? It was good, and we'll be talking about it more. <laughs> All right. <Yeah>. Alex? <laughs> uh, I think I like this movie as much as the, I got the first when I, I've only seen it once, but I got the same feelings that I got while watching like the first Iron Man. Was that, is that me, the kind of feeling you get when you climb to the rope gym class? <laughs> no. I got yeah. burned. <laughs> From sliding down so fast. Anyways. But yeah, I love it. All right. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, like I said, uh, not much for me this week. Uh, Jeff, did you have anything you wanted to talk about? Nope. Uh, I've been playing um, video game update. I've been playing Link to the Past on my emulator. I'm all the way. I got the last crystal. And I got to just beat Ganon. So cross your fingers. Are you gonna get? Are you gonna get the, the level four <laughs> Master Sword? There's a four. Yeah. Yeah. Wait. I have the first one. Yeah, I have it. So you can upgrade it. Did he throw it? Throw it in the fairy fountain, right, with the big bomb. Yes. The fat yes, fairy. Okay. Oh, yeah. Right. Yes. Well, then you could spoiler alert. And, yeah, and uh, Alex made a joke about me not saving because yes, these games don't auto save like they do nowadays. And I had a little emulator, so something glitched out, and I hadn't saved in like two hours, so I lost a lot of progress. So, but I've learned since then I save often, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, I I can't find wh- I so I did cheat a little bit on trying to find all the quarter heart pieces, and I'm missing yeah. one. And I, I think. What happened is I had another save issue, and I don't remember. I didn't know which one I left off on, and I was like, "Fuck it, I don't need that last heart. I'll just begin with one less heart, whatever." Th- shove a silver arrow up his butt. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's the only thing I've been doing lately, other than watch Wonder Woman, which we'll talk about later. And um, I'll say, go Preds. We mentioned earlier the Nashville Predators and Penguins are tied at two. Nashville's putting on a show, maybe coming to New Hockey City. I like that. Um, yeah, that's it for me, Alex. Nope. All right. Uh, All right. Uh, just one more, more bit. We've got uh, E3 coming up pretty soon here. Oh yeah, E3. Uh, the Electronic Entertainment Expo, uh, which is which is pretty much the biggest video game show in the nor- North America, anyways. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we'll probably have one more show before that happens. Maybe we'll have some news about that. But uh, it's always uh, a a hotbed of video game news. Yep. There it is. Right. So, all right. Uh, for next week, it is my topic. And as we mentioned, as we hinted at before, I don't know if you guys saw it coming. Uh, we will be talking about Wonder Woman. We're going to try to try to stay relatively topical here, uh, even though. Spoiler, at no point in the movie do they say, Wonder Woman, which disappointed me. Uh, 
Mm-hmm. Uh, but yes, uh, we all managed to see a movie. So we'll Yay. be talking about that next week. And for our crossover topic, uh, we're going to keep things in the realm of comics. And we're going to just make a list of the... Trying to change it up a little bit here. And just a list of the top five comic books uh, that we would like to see made into movies. Or comic book characters. Yeah. Or what have you. I can't believe, yeah, Wonder Woman never had one. Not even uh, in the Linda Carter days. I think there was a movie, but it was one that got made for TV. Ah, okay. Yeah. Just like there's like an old yeah. Captain America movie. There's an old Nick Fury movie. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think Nick Fury counts. Half off. Oh, it counts. All right. Uh, that's it. Thanks for listening, everybody. We at Hans Shop First would like to thank you for listening and supporting the podcast. We would love to hear from you. So feel free to contact us on Facebook and Twitter at Hans Shop First. Also, please leave us a review on iTunes. Reviews are greatly appreciated and help us get more exposure. Once again, thanks for listening and supporting the podcast.